Last couple of months, I was living in Encinitas, California, visiting my guru's ashram every day. And one blessed day, I experienced going into samadhi. Yes, samadhi for the first time in my life. Now, please answer this to yourself with utmost honesty. After hearing my samadhi story, what was your first instinct? What thoughts followed after your instinct? Were you pleasantly surprised? Wow, that was fast for her. But felt happy for me. You participated in the joy I shared about samadhi. You gave out sattva back to me. You're doing everything right in your life. Your life is designed in the right combination. You don't need this episode. You're doing everything right and I'm so proud of you. Sattva is the highest purity. It can come out only when your life is aligned in the right direction. Now, if you were saying, what? She in Samadhi? Totally exaggerated. I don't think she's ready or fit to get that high state of enlightenment. There is no way she can. She doesn't deserve it right now. If thoughts like these surfaced on the mind, you gave out rajas with undertones of tamas. I think this is the phase where most of us are in. We cannot really participate in someone's success or joy wholeheartedly. The rajasic and tamasic mind doesn't allow us. Now, if you were saying, that is so not fair, I strongly feel she has some many negative qualities in her. You start feeling angry, resentful, jealous, envious. Hate thoughts start creeping. Then it is definitely giving out tamas. This is a very heavy and dark energy and generally people who have been crushed by life few times come to this state of total resentment and give out strong negativity back. By the way, I have not experienced samadhi yet. I want to emphasize the word yet. Someday, someday when my guru feels I am worthy of it. This just came as an example to use in my mind, so I just had a little fun with it. The result of your thoughts will tell you if you are consuming wrong food or right food combinations in your life. If you follow my podcast, you may remember in one of my earlier podcast episodes, I had mentioned everything in this world is food. We are in the data-consuming era today. Everything and everywhere, every moment of our life, we are consuming content as food. Information thrown at us as food to the mind and then translates into our bodies with what thoughts and actions we perform. Before we begin the episode on the Ayurveda list of wrong food combinations, I want you to listen to this carefully. The root cause for any imbalance, whether it is physical, emotional, mental, 
first needs to be fixed in the mind. What food or what content you consume through your mind and what content comes out through your thoughts is far more important and crucial for your overall health. It won't be fixed by just eating the right combination foods. I also want to point out, please don't be fanatic on these Ayurveda wrong food combination guidelines. There have been many times in my life where I had to eat my dinner at 9pm or 10pm as I was caught up in a very long meeting or I had a really serious consultation going. And it is totally okay when you have a legit reason behind this. It is not realistic to say, eat your dinner by 6 or 7 p.m. every day of your life. It's just not realistic. In fact, I encourage everyone listening to use your common sense to take decisions. Namaste everyone, this is Akshita. Welcome to the part 2 of Ayurveda Wrong Food Combinations for the Body and Mind. If you have not listened to part 1, I would really encourage you to listen to the part 1 of this Ayurveda Wrong Food Combinations and come to this episode. Let's get started. Ayurveda never propagates rigidity or imposes hard fast rules. It only lovingly offers are proven guidelines that we can embrace them and see the tangible benefits it bestows on us. Ayurveda calls wrong food combinations as viruddha ahara. Ahara means diet. Viruddha is the opposite. So wrong food combination is called as viruddha ahara in Ayurveda. Viruddha ahara is a cause for many metabolic disorders, immune system, endocrine system, digestive system, nervous system, circulatory system, fertility, everything is affected by the viruddha ahara. Viruddha ahara can lead to inflammation at a molecular level, was said in Ayurveda centuries ago, while today the Western medicine is recognizing it. Our modern science is discovering and studying the role of wrong food combinations on our mind and body. It is called as ingestible topography or eating topography. They are seeing direct links of wrong eating patterns and hormone imbalance. They are coming to conclusion now, more than the genes, it is the wrong eating topography that results in obesity for many cases. This was all written centuries back in Ayurveda text. The wrong food combination classification is very scientific in its approach 
and also very practical and convinces the logical mind. So there are basically 18 categories that Ayurveda has dissected and explained about wrong food combinations. So I'll just go over them after I give you the 18 list of categories that Ayurveda prescribes for wrong food combinations, I would like to give you how to practically apply this wrong food combination principles in our everyday life, starting from first thing what we have on an empty stomach, how do we apply the wrong food combination principles for breakfast, lunch, dinner. So we will cover that after this list. Here are the 18 categories Ayurveda prescribes for wrong food combinations. First one is Desha Viruddha, meaning incompatibility with your region. Second is Kala Viruddha, incompatibility with the time. Third is Agni Viruddha, incompatibility with the digestive fire. Fourth one is Matra Viruddha, portion incompatibility. Fifth is Satmya Viruddha, meaning wholesome incompatibility. Sixth is Dosha Viruddha, incompatibility with Vata, Pitta, Kapha doshas. Seventh is Sanskara Viruddha, incompatibility with mode of preparation. Eighth is Virya Viruddha, incompatibility with the energetics of the food. Ninth is Koshta Viruddha, incompatibility with our bowel movement. Tenth is Avastha Viruddha, incompatibility with the state of health. Eleventh is Krama Viruddha, incompatibility with the sequence of meals. Twelfth is Parihara Viruddha, incompatibility with the nature of the food. Thirteenth is Upachara Viruddha, incompatibility with how the food is treated, the treatment of the food. Fourteenth is Paka Viruddha, incompatibility with the various cooking methods. Fifteenth is Samyoga Viruddha, incompatibility with the different combination of foods. Sixteenth is Ridai Viruddha, incompatibility with your heart chakra. Seventeenth is Sampada Viruddha, incompatibility with the richness, the richness, the texture of the food. And the last one, eighteenth is Vidhi Viruddha, incompatibility with the rules for eating. So this is a quite an extensive list Ayurveda prescribes on what all can be the factors for wrong food combination. Let's get into wrong food combinations. By decoding few of the popular notions we practice every day without really thinking if it is good or harmful for us. Number one on the list, drinking liters of water first thing in the morning. What do you think? Is it good or bad? Apply the golden rule of Ayurveda. Eat what you can digest. Yes, water also needs to be digested in our bodies per Ayurveda. Or else we just flush it out as quickly as we drink it. Starting your day with water is a good thing. But how much you need to drink, what temperature the water should be, room temperature, lukewarm, hot, 
It should never be cold with very few exceptions. Does it have to be infused with Ayurveda herbs? All this depends on your individual need for the day or if you're experiencing any disorder, it depends on that particular condition. But blindly gulping liters of water first thing in the morning on an empty stomach with the notion that water is an excellent detoxifier is going to prove harmful in the long run. Every day, our water intake will be different. We are not robots or machines. We are dynamic thinking beings. Every day, our body and mind requirements will be different. We need to pay attention and respect our cravings and urges. Last night dinner, you had a heavy carb meal or had a generous portion of chocolate cake. If you observe, the next day, your craving for water would be very less. And when we mindlessly gulp liters of water first thing in the morning, it will cause bloating and gas. Let's say you had a scrumptiously savory, hot and greasy meal last night for dinner. Next day, if you observe, your craving for water would be more than your normal. You need to drink more when you have the craving. So we need to learn to respect our bodily urges and cravings and feed it accordingly and not just follow a rigid rule every day. When we start paying attention to what our body and mind is telling us, miraculously, this will lead us to paying attention to life itself. My mantra is, life is a present, be present. Ayurveda teaches us how to intuitively understand the language our body and mind speak to us. This is intuition. Once we learn to intuitively identify with our body and mind, mark my words, this will eventually lead us to intuitively connect with life itself. You may ask now, okay, I get this. But still, how much water should I drink first thing in the morning? To simplify this, maybe sipping one glass of room temperature or lukewarm water might be beneficial for most of us. Please sip this water and enjoy and savor it and then have your breakfast after a gap of 20 to 30 minutes. Now let's look at it from the dosha perspective. Vata, Pitta, Kapha. What personality would need more water? What do you think? Your answer is Vata. You are 100% correct. Vata is made up of ether and air. Pitta is made up of fire and water. Kapha is made up of earth and water. So both Pitta and Kapha persons have water element in their constitution. So forcing them to have liters of water fasting in the morning is not beneficial in the long run. Ayurveda references our digestive fire to the burning fire log. In the morning, when we get up, our digestive fire is pretty low. We need to slowly stoke it up so that the digestive fire wakes up efficiently to digest the first meal of the day, the breakfast. The digestive fire is optimally working during noon to 1 p.m. when the sun is on top of our head. That is the reason 
Ayurveda recommends to have our biggest meal of the day is during lunch time as the digestive fire is burning strong and can fully digest the meal. Now let's talk about wrong food combinations in regards to intake of water. We just covered how to drink water fasting in the morning. As I mentioned in the beginning, water also needs to be digested. With that in mind, we can safely say water is also food per Ayurveda as it needs to be digested to fully utilize all the benefits of water. Drinking water just before taking any meal, be it breakfast, lunch or dinner, is strongly discouraged. Similarly, drinking water just after taking any meal, breakfast, lunch, dinner, is also strongly discouraged. Drinking water before or after any meal dilutes the digestive enzymes secreted during the digestion process. Ideally, a gap of 50 minutes before and after a meal helps with the optimal digestion. Please try your best not to stand and drink water. The right way is to sit and sip your water and never gulp or drink in a hurried manner. Please do not mix drinking water with drinking juice, drinking coffee, all at the same time. Take one beverage at a time. There is a right reason when to have room temperature water, lukewarm water, and warm water, hot water, and even cold water. If you are a pitta-dominant person, please do not drink hot water. When you are suffering from hot flashes, you can, for a short period of time, have cold water, not ice water. When a person experiences giddiness, can have some cold water. There are very few exceptions when cold water is recommended. Most of the time, it is best to drink room temperature or lukewarm water. A person with low digestive fire should never drink cold water as it will lead to manda agni, that is sluggish metabolism. Drinking too much water will also increase kapha and mucus in the body that will lead to sluggish digestion. Drinking too much water more than your body needs will lead to malabsorption of nutrients and also lead to toxic buildup in the tissues. I have heard through many clients who love to drink gallons of water in a day to curb their appetite so that they can lose weight. Wrong. It's totally wrong. In fact, it works the other way around. Too much water creates bloating and gas and will disrupt vata. You will start gaining weight if you drink too much water. If that was the case, all the weight loss industry would be selling water, drink water and lose weight. So please use your common sense and drink water only when you feel thirsty. So to wrap the number one popular notion, don't blindly gulp liters of water first thing in the morning. Evaluate your body and mind requirements for that particular day. Check your cravings and urges and also check what season you are in. Summer and dry climate need more water. Summer and humid need less water. So I would like you to use your common sense and take the right decisions. Ayurveda is nothing 
but practicing common sense. There is so much more on the subject of water written in Ayurveda. How it affects our moods, our hormones, our tissues, our quality of life as water is the essential ingredient of taste, the rasa. Our taste buds cannot taste anything without the water element working normally on our tongue. The main element of our sacral chakra, also called as the Swadishthana chakra, is made up of water. This is the chakra of creation, the chakra of procreation. So water is crucial. It is the life giver and the life saver. In our next episode, we will decode the number two popular notion, what's the best breakfast, smoothies or fruits or cooked breakfast. I would love to hear from you. Your comments, your suggestions are very much welcomed and appreciated. Until we meet again, thank you for your time. Sahaviryam Karvavahai Tejasvinavaditamastu Mavidvishvavahai Om Shanti Shanti Shanti